0: it is another glorious evening and we're so glad that all three of us can be back together to talk some sports with you all welcome on in around the wire episode 45 and i'm of course with my two partners as always justin and chad um we won't get into introductions because we're having a you know a tough day for some of us. But uh, anyway, let's uh, we'll get into some sports here. Uh, we apologize that we missed last week with you all. We just got a little sidetracked, couldn't do it. Um, but we're back here, uh, and we have plenty to talk about. All sorts of things have been going on across the sports spectrum. Uh, from the NFL to uh, the NBA got their season underway, the World Series just got started, and the Braves got a game one win last night, college football, craziness, we're getting close to the first uh, college football playoff rankings, and uh, got all kinds of things to get into. So let's, let's, uh, let's dive into some things. Um, Justin up there, how you doing up there? I'm all right yeah yeah see yeah you know, i i'm excited because you know we, it's been a few time a few uh episodes since we have uh, done a uh, poll question of the day uh, and justin we you proposed a poll question last week actually after the browns game that we saved up to this moment here um so let's let's not bullshit around let's get into some things so justin what is going to be our 45th poll question of the day
1: so i put it in our group chat as the game was going on because i didn't want to forget it but uh, just watching case Keenum out there last week in place of Baker Mayfield. I was just uh, curious to, to see what you guys would have to say to this. What is, how would you describe his performance in one word?
0: Chad, you want to go first? Or you want me to go?
2: Um, I didn't think about this too too much. I also did not watch the game um, as much as you guys did, but I watched highlights and stuff and I'd say, one word. I don't know. It was funny because I was scrolling through Twitter, and you know, Twitter is the most toxic social media out of all of them. And everyone was all—all all I saw was Trey Baker. I'm like, dude, come on. But it was—I'd say—impressive, given the circumstances that he that he had. I mean, he's—I mean, uh, you know, going going into it with a, you know, he had so much pressure on you in the beginning. I know Denver's not a you know very well-rounded team, though. You're looking at a. You know, you're leading a team that has high hopes for the playoffs and you're backing up a quarterback that overall, I mean, has played pretty, I'd say pretty well, uh, even going through injury. So um, I was actually impressed with the limited time that I actually did watch the game. But
0: So impressive for Chad. You know, the one word that after watching the game I thought of was competent. The man was competent. He wasn't flashy. You know, he doesn't have the greatest arm in the world, but he's a solid veteran presence on the field, can direct the offense that Savansky wants almost to a T. Uh, a lot of base style offensive plays weren't weren't a lot of deep shots, weren't a lot of big plays, but you know, credit also goes to guys like Dearness Johnson running the ball well, offensive line, had a great day, defense made some plays. Uh, But I thought Case was competent. I wasn't like amazed, like holy crap, holy cow. Other than when Case Keenum ducked under a linebacker, made a couple jukes, and almost got into the end zone on a run. But uh, outside of that, I thought he was a very competent quarterback. And I think uh, if Baker has to miss miss some extended time, I think uh, for now, I think we're in reliable enough hands with Case Keenum. So confident.
1: How about you, Justin?
0: What would you say? Um, Along the
1: same lines, for I'd say part of the game, I was thinking just composed. Um, just methodical and just went about the offense the way Stefanski wants him to. But, um, there were a few throws I was like, eh, I'm I'm not sure what he was thinking on that one. But overall, I'll say gutsy. He was, I think he played tough. Like you said, there was that play, that big third down where he, uh, took two hits from a linebacker and a safety or something and still got the first down, stuck that ball out. But, um, uh, just he was tough and, um, just ran the offense well. So I'm, I'm
0: going gutsy. I'm curious to see what other people think, you know, gutsy, confident, impressive, all similar terms, but uh, you know, hopefully he can repeat that kind of performance on Sunday. Got a big rivalry game coming up on Sunday. So
1: you think Baker's not playing?
0: I don't know. I really don't know, man. I mean, the man's got a broken shoulder and a torn muscle or a torn uh, labrum. And somehow he wants to play. Oh, I know he is. I know he wants to play. But the question is, is he healthy enough to play? I mean, one more hit to it and crap, he could get screws in his shoulder, could throw off his entire career, possibly. You never know. But, uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, to me, I'd go with Case. I would go with Case. But I don't know what you guys think about that one. But actually, uh, let's save that because we'll get to that in a little bit.
1: Okay. Can I, can I put in one more thing?
0: Absolutely. Come on, man just about
1: Baker. It's our show, not
0: my show. It's our show.
1: I'm just, I'm so tired of people wanting to move away from Baker. Like don't resign him and then try to get somebody in free agency. Like, do you not remember who we had before we had him? Like these 25 nobodies who could never win a game. And now you want to get rid of the guy who we're having success with people. People are taking for granted how good we have it now.
0: Amen. My brother. Amen. So, but uh, yeah, good, uh, good job by Case Kim. Great job by the entire team in general. It was a gutsy one, good banged up team. Got some guys missing, especially in the offensive side. Uh, Had a lot of guys playing banged up, but uh, they were able to gut out a a three-point win, which by the way, the score really didn't indicate the kind of game it was. The Browns really felt like they had control the entire game, but uh, a gutsy win, got us uh, four and three, got us a few extra days off and feeling good going into a big rivalry game on Sunday against Pittsburgh Steelers. But let's bounce around the league real quick, as we've been doing the past few weeks. Uh, sorry. By the way, this was a shit week of football. I mean, all the entire week at college and bro. I mean, it was a shit week of football. But um, obviously the Browns got got things going the right way on Thursday, go to Sunday. By the, way, the Bengals beat the dog shit out of the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. I mean, it wasn't even close. I watched that game. That was a, the best matchup going into the week. And man, did Cincinnati just lay an ass whipping on the, on the Ravens. They're in first place in the AFC North. Well, I guess they're tied, but I guess because of the head to head, the Bengals are in first place. Um, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers almost pulled a Dan Orvlosky, uh again, but he didn't. Uh in route to a 14 point win against the Washington football team. Who, by the way, Chad, I have to eat my words. Washington stinks. Cowboys, that's their division will lose.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I need to start listening to Chad
1: more. Like, he hasn't even watched that much. And just, the Cowboys are good. We'll see what happens down the stretch. They're five as once they get mean, to the playoffs. But man, they're, they're they're eating it up right
0: now. They're impressive. I mean, and granted, I mean, And they haven't even played a lot of their division yet. They only, they played the giants and the Eagles beat the hell out of both of them. Uh, and I don't see why they don't do that again. I mean, they, they're just, they're, they're, the Washington stinks. The defense has fallen off a cliff. Uh, Taylor Heineke, I still have some faith in, but I think it's just (laughs) the whole team in general that stinks. I think Taylor Heineke has, I don't know if he's a starter, but he's got some gutsy qualities to him. He's, he's a guy. I, I just, I, I, I can like a little bit, you know? Um, Keep on going. The Falcons have won three of their last four. Sneaky little team out there in Atlanta. They got a two-point win over the most disappointing team in the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins, who now apparently are going to trade for a potential rapist or something. But uh, you know that that's a discussion for another time. Um, Dolphins fall to one in six, basement of the AFC East with the Jets. Speaking of the Jets, any time in the National Football League you lose by forty points, there is a problem. And the New England Patriots, who are under five hundred, laid. 54 points on the Jets. 54 points. It's gotta be painful to be a Jets fan. Do you know any Jets fans out there in college, either of you? No. I know an Eagles fan. They're all gone. I mean, who wants to be a Jets fan at this point? They stink. Oh, Zach Wilson's hurt now. Now they traded for Joe Flacco. The return of Flack is going to New York. Uh, yeah, they're 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 absolutely terrible. Um, Isn't uh Brian White starting for them this week? Mike White, Mike or White, Mike White. What, I, see, I don't even know who that is. Here's the other part: the Jets were coming off a bye, and they lost by forty-one to a team they've already played this season. It's incredible, just beyond me.
1: I mean, that goes to show, though, the Belichick thing about him versus rookie quarterbacks. Yes, the Jets are terrible, but he does this to everybody. That's a, cool. a rookie quarterback.
0: Inside, except ghosts. for except for Davis Mills, who almost beat him. But you know, that's true. He you did know.
1: trade at the you know his best corner at the same week.
0: Uh, to the team that lost, who only put up three points against the Giants. Speaking of them, uh, the Panthers got off to a great start, three and oh. We're thinking that defense is tough. Sam Darnold out of the Adam Gase tree. You know he's going to be back to playing good football. And now uh, it's the Panthers. I they think without Christian McCaffrey, that team is inept offensively. Uh Their defense is just put into a bad position so they can't make enough plays. And they let Danny Daniel Jones recreate Odell Beckham's one handed catch on Sunday, uh, which by the way, most impressive catch I've ever seen by a quarterback, I'll give Danny Dimes some credit. Um, but the Giants got a big 25 to the, 25 to three win um, in the stink bowl out there in New York. Can we get um, a uh, cam back in Carolina, please? Might, might need him If they don't get to Sean Watson, they might need Cam Newton back.
2: Be or, honest, maybe,
0: two, or maybe Baker Mayfield, because apparently he's going to get traded, according to all the prospects.
2: <laughs> Be, Be honest. honest. Who would you want, Deshaun or Cam? As a football
0: player or as a As person? a football player, I want Deshaun Watson. But as a person, probably Cam.
1: No, like you need a quarterback. Well. It still depends on what happens
0: with Deshaun. Yeah, I mean, if Deshaun clears his legal issues, then I, hell, I want Deshaun Watson. Younger, better. But Cam, you know, he can throw a ball 10 yards. and He can take some shots. Uh, run for a little bit run a little bit yeah uh-huh they can run that panther offense out there uh-huh. uh huh. speaking of a team that doesn't need to throw the ball a lot to win tennessee titans um uh, destroyed the defending afc champs 27 to 3 derrick henry uh don't know how anybody's going to stop them this year uh and the kansas city chiefs they might stink and we'll get to that later on they they might just stink now but you know we'll see um the Raiders, after getting rid of their racist, sexist, misogynistic head coach, have won two in a row, beat the Eagles. They're now five and two, tied with the Chargers for first place in the AFC West. I can't believe I'm saying that through seven games. Uh, that was a big win for them. Bay, bay, bay. Motor City Dan Campbell hasn't won a game yet, but he covered the 16 and a half point betting line against the Rams, only lost by nine uh, in the Stafford versus Detroit, the reunion again. Um, uh, Rams are six and one. Lions are in the basement, but I think they're going to win this week against the Eagles. Uh, the Cardinals are the damn it—they're—they're they're the wagon of the NFL right now. They're just uh, rolling along. Uh, destroyed the Texans, thirty-one to five, which by the way was Scorigami. who was another unique score, first time in NFL history that scores happened. Um, thirty-one to five. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, just made life a living hell for Justin Fields, thirty-eight to three. Tom is uh, pretty good at football. Tom Brady at 44 is still damn good quarterback, man. Oh. Most, most yeah.
1: guards in the league. Woo.
0: And touchdowns. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. He's insane. Uh, and their defense played well as, 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 to go along with that performance by Brady, who got pulled after three quarters because he didn't need to play anymore. Uh, big Blaine Gabbert got out there for a quarter, you know. Uh, Sunday Night Football, in the worst weather I've seen in a while, the Colts uh, are now – talk about Colts are a team that's starting to pick up some pace uh, in – are riding high right now colts with a 12.1 over the 49ers um and monday night football was shit bowl of the week saints with a three-point win over the seahawks and one of the worst football games that you could ever watch uh in the past 10 years so um lots of uh, you know it was it was a crap week of football but you know what it was still football and that's the blessing of it all so uh any any takeaways either of you from this week in the nfl
1: um see I didn't even notice how bad that Saints-Seahawks game was because I was watching the Manning cast, oh. and they had um, Tom Brady on during the second quarter, so that, that made it a little bit entertaining, at least.
0: Didn't they have uh, was Sue Bird on there?
1: Uh, they, whatever did. Reason. they did, and they had two other people, but I only watched the second quarter with Brady.
0: Yeah, did you watch any football in the NFL this week other than maybe catch a little bit of the Browns game, some highlights, anything at all?
2: No man, cause you know
1: what season's rolling around by now.
0: Uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll roll right into that uh, the
1: season where the first 82 games don't matter. Is what
0: you're, the season? <laughs> yeah, what we're done with the NFL. Let's piggyback into the NBA. The NBA got underway uh, this past week, and uh, you know I, I will say I like that the NBA is back. It adds another dimension of sporting sports to watch, uh, at least. For people who have cable television unlike me who can't watch any of the Cavs basketball because Valley sports, what's going on? But um yeah, the Cavs basketball's back, NBA got underway. We already see LeBron bitching, uh, and, and Lakers fighting each other. Um by the way, two and oh since that. Two and oh since the fight. Yep. Um, and by the way, speaking of a team that's two and oh the past two games, how about the Cavs? Huh? they went to Denver, beat the Nuggets and Lori Mark and absolutely baptized Nikola Jokic, um, and they also, who, they, be? oh, they, beat the, uh, they beat Atlanta. Yeah, so, Chad, I, I, I know you probably had an eye on the Cavs. Uh, two and two start to the season. Uh, your first takeaways from four games in.
2: Well, first one, Justin said, you know, the, the 82 games that don't count until the playoffs, the first week or the first two weeks of the NBA when their first start are so exciting. And then when you, then you kind of roll into like Christmas time and the Christmas games, of course, are the best, but no, watching the Cavs I've been really impressed. I mean, they're two and two record, you know, I mean, it's 500, but they're back. They're back-to-back wins um, against two quality. I would consider playoff teams in both respective conferences. Uh definitely were last year. Um, You know, Nuggets still banged up. Don't have Jamal Murray, but, Played really well against the Hawks. And then, of course, against the Nuggets, they got tonight, they got the Clippers at 1030. Um, Clippers have been on a high streak. They absolutely demolished the Blazers last night. Um, and Paul George had seven steals, which is his career high in a game. But I don't know if I'll be able to stay. I don't know if I'll be able to stay up until 1030 to watch their game. But, um, no, overall impressive. I don't – I I will say it again. I do not like the three big lineup. Um, I saw it with my own eyes, live, and I cannot stand
0: it. Um, yeah, well, hold on real quick, Chad. I, that's what I wanted to say. I, I forgot about it. You had courtside seats to a, to the Cavs-Hawks game. I did. How? Connections. Ah, uh, connections.
2: Uh, you um, lucky
0: son of a bitch. I mean, thank you. where was our – I, huh? I got to see my
2: favorite – player on the team ricky rubio dropped oh. 25 and 8
0: core side i tell you what speaking of ricky rubio my dad never watches the nba but he has even been impressed by ricky rubio the leadership and the play he's been bringing to the floor he's even caught steve iwanek seniors eye Shout <laughs> to death.
2: but no i can look at all three of the guys i mean mobley of course is playing out of his mind and i think he's an early early candidate for rookie year there's two other guys out there that I could say possibly have a chance. Um, and yeah, overall, overall, they're, they're, they played really solid team
0: basketball. I mean, they got Chad, you, the three big lineups are going to have to happen. Their whole team is big. So they got nine big guys and three guards. You know, they're going to have to roll with the three big lineup. it seems like, but um,
2: not, I guess. I mean, I think they're just hesitant to, They already have one guy coming off the bench that you're paying $31 million. I don't think they want two guys on the bench that you're paying $131 and $125 to be a sixth man and seventh man. So I I don't know. Um, But I mean, Garland's playing well. Colin Sexton's starting off as Colin Sexton, as he always does. Um, He'll turn it up just in time for the All Star break to not be as selected as an All Star. but overall, I mean, they're, they're, they're playing solid team basketball. I mean, fire on all cylinders and Jared Allen is looking to be, you know, MVP. No, I'm just kidding. Um, best player on the team, though, no doubt.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I wish I could watch them because it seems like uh, based on some highlights and stats I've been reading, they've been doing well. Uh, but I feel like we had this conversation the past two years about the Cavs. They get a nice little start to the season. Teams get a read on them and then they're going to kind of fall to bed. But, you know, but you shut the bed, but you know what? Uh, you know, well, I mean, uh, I'm not
2: saying, I'm not sitting here. they saying they have top five seed in the Eastern conference. I am sitting, I am good. sitting here saying that they're, they're the most, I think they're the most interesting team and the most fun to watch team. Definitely in the Eastern conference, maybe in, in the entire league, just because of um, they're doing something that, that no one thought was going to work and it's it's working well right now. I mean, they're playing well. And I mean, when you look at the other teams around the league, I mean, I don't know, just watching Evan Mobley is fun to watch by himself. I mean, his ability to come into the, into the league as a defender that can defend one through five pretty much, you know, there's, there's that, there's not many guys that I've seen come into the league and who was a really good defender in college and it translated right in the NBA. I see with him and I see with Davion Mitchell from the Kings this year. Um, This draft class is insane, though. I mean, you have Chris Duarte from Indiana averaging like 12 to 13 shots as a rookie for the Pacers. Uh, I was looking back and seeing Rick Carlisle. When when, when when was the last time Rick Carlisle let a rookie take that many shots or in that ballpark of that area? And the only only guy that he has was Luka. Um when he was with the Mavericks. But I mean, I assume his shot his shot uh volume would go down will go down once Karis gets back. But no, the rookie class is fun to watch. Um and the Pistons still suck. So yeah.
0: Detroit's down bad right now, man. The Lions, the Pistons, Tigers, you know, just tough watch out there. Justin, have you got a chance to watch any Cavs basketball?
1: Uh Cavs? No.
0: I was say, how about
1: basketball in general? I watched a little bit of – what was it? Lakers – it was the opening day game they lost. I forget who they played. Oh, Warriors, yeah. Yeah, Lakers-Warriors. But just going off of what you said with the Cavs, I mean, I'm not going to make the same mistake we all did last year where we hype them up. I'm just going to say, you know, if we win – I won't be surprised if we only win like eight more games between now and the new year. That's all I'll say.
0: But oh. Whole take. It's only October.
1: Eight games?
0: You never know. Wow. That that's let me, brutal. Let me you guys like can keep
2: talking. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up what they you know how many games they play between now and yeah, January. I never said 1st. I
0: never said that they would only win eight games.
2: No, but, I, I wanna see them. Okay. I'm not
0: saying you did. I know me. they'll win more than eight games. Come on, Jesse. You gotta have some faith in your hometown a little bit. They have a tough they got a tough, like,
1: next five, though. Okay. It builds character. Shows where then,
0: they are compared to the rest of the league.
1: And then also about what you said about them being a fun team to watch, that may be true, actually, but I think probably the most fun team to watch from the Eastern Conference at least I think is the Chicago Bulls with the little uh-huh. trio they have going on over there. A lot of playmaking, good basketball over there.
0: I mean, you think about that team. You got, you know, Levine, even though he has an injury now, he's going to try and play through it. There was an ligament in his thumb or something. Uh, he's going to deal with that moving forward. But you got DeRozan, Caruso coming off the bench, big Vooch in the middle. Uh, you're missing somebody big. Uh lo- uh-huh. uh. Uh-huh. Mister Triple Double. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it.
1: He's a good player. And You know who's even better or just as good as Lamelo? He's already incredible. He's on my.
0: I'm saying
2: have- that would play. be my.
1: That that would be another team that I have
2: had. I mean, I've been watching a lot and I've been impressed. That team is solid. James if, – if the season ended right now, James brego would probably um, be up there, no doubt, from winning coach of the year. Him and Steve Kerr, both. Tell
0: so you what, well, P.J. Washington's had a nice season for Charlotte so far.
2: Miles way, Bridge is even better,
0: man. Player of the week.
2: Yeah, you that. Okay, and I did the math. That means that you would think they would go 8-25 and 25 into New Year's. They played 33 games.
1: I can see that. Okay. No, no. no. That's, I'm, that's just I'm saying they win eight more than they have right now, so ten. Ten and twenty. Oh,
0: yeah, that's, 10, that's okay. not much better.
1: <laughs> that is that not? They I they
2: think, have a tough they have a tough next three, but then they get back. You know, you go back to ground level, and you have to look at the teams that they beat already. Um, one one or both games without, or one game I should say, without their starting point guard. Yeah. Yeah, well,
1: okay. How many was they last year? Twenty four.
2: I think they were twenty two.
1: Twenty two. So there you go. So at midway. Or not even midway, I guess. Just that they mid-year. won half the games that they won last year. Ten, yeah, that's or twelve. OD, that. Yeah, ten, yeah. And here's the thing: if they do better, that's impressive. In my book, they're there and you know,
2: it's gonna be an overreaction. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh, Chicago is gonna be," you know, they're gonna start out ten and zero. It's not gonna happen because they have a tough schedule coming up ahead. But I'm being legit. Like this, I mean, we didn't have the guys. You know, we didn't have an Evan Mobley type player that they can fill the stat sheet for us like we did, like for last year. Evan Mobley is a considerable improvement from Larry Nash Jr., for example. Uh, Jared Allen already got better from last year. You bring in Laurie Markkinen, who's given, you know, quality minutes, but. Um, yeah, poster. yeah, they have. Speaking of posters, man, that was, was that two days ago? Yeah, two yep. days ago. There were, there had to have been at least 20 posters I saw last Two days ago, Jalen yeah, Brown dunked, got put on one. Yeah, Jalen Brown dunked on Miles Bridges. Um, Laurie dunked on, dunked on um Jokic. Jokic. Um, as I say that, they all slipped my mind. But there were, it was crazy. It was like one after another, just boom, boom, boom. Fred VanVleet yeah. had 17 assists or 19 assists in the game. I'm like, that was crazy. And
1: Chad, I'm beating you in fantasy by a uh, hundred right now. Fantasy basketball.
2: You're lucky. I, I, comp- I, I'd never done fantasy basketball before. So I don't know when they're supposed to be scored. And I had Jimmy Grant starting and he's out <laughs> as a uh-huh. starting guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, it would be a close game if I didn't You legit. have
1: to like update it like every day. Cause I forgot to today and half yeah. my team's playing half of them aren't like I'm sitting, I picked Mo Bamba in the last round as a joke, but he's actually the 10th best he's solid. center right now. And yeah, he's solid. I got I good
2: see. players, but I dug myself in a hole when, my start, when I started my starting power forward, and he's not even playing.
0: Say what, I made a – I don't know if this is a smart move or not, but I put in my IR spot Kawhi Leonard in case he does come back later in the season. I can have a guy. You draft Kawhi? No, I, he was available. free agent Oh, you picked game. him up. Okay. Yeah, I just put him in my IR spot.
1: No, that's you know I a good put idea. On my I didn't know IR he picked him up. What do you have in
0: your IR spot, Justin? Kyrie Irving. Oh my god.
1: It's it's the it's the same type of thing as the Deshaun Watson. Like I drafted him late rounds. If he does play, it's an upside.
2: It is. You You guys, you guys are stashing for the future. My my IR spot is for Taylor Horn Tucker.
0: You know who I feel about (laughs) you know you want to know how I feel about Kyrie Irving. You wanna know how I feel about him?
2: You stupid. That's what he is. Now, we did not talk about it last episode. I don't know if you want to get into it or not.
0: Let's get into it because I
2: had it written down. This man's Um, a fucking moron. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is where we will, you know, we're going to have to make sure this is timed correctly because, Steven, I know you and I are going to go back and forth on this already because you have a different opinion than I do. Justin's the middle ground. I don't know what, I mean, (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm not saying, no, here, listen, I'm not saying, you know, you, Steve's right and I'm wrong, or I'm right Steve's wrong, because there's it's your own opinion, just like his opinion on the whole thing. Um, you know, I know Steve's standpoint. I know my own. I don't know. Je- I want to know Justin because on, he's like he's the so, one and one. What, what are we in-in-one. talking
0: about?
1: Hold on. I just want to know: is there anything new that's come out, or is it still he's just not playing because he doesn't have a vaccine? You know, I've not just like the Ben but Simmons stuff. I've kind of like, spaced
0: away. He cannot play in New York because New York state law is right right now. You have to be vaccinated in order to be inside arenas and all that. And since Kyrie's not getting it, he cannot participate. And the Brooklyn Nets have made him. It's either you get vaccinated or you're just not going to play at all. There's no like half and half this year. It's just not going to happen.
1: If you want to know my true opinion on this? I don't think he's at fault. I think the state of New York is at fault. I, I think that's a dumb rule, to be honest.
2: For mandating mandating
1: vaccines to be playing, I mean, aren't they? Can you just be tested or something and just still play? He's a grown. Right, player. that's what they did last he year. Make a decision. That's what they did last year. But they're They've following. Been, I mean,
2: following suit. You know, we see it in San Francisco. San Francisco. Or Andrew Wiggins was a guy that was now. I, I don't want to say anti-vax, but didn't get the vaccine because I don't know what their beliefs are. He didn't get the vaccine. He didn't want to get the vaccine. San Francisco City came in and said. Hey, like you got, you need to get vaccinated or you're not allowed to play. And two days later, Wiggins is vaccinated and now he's playing. Um, I think, I think they're just following suit, but we see many cities still not, you know, imply or implementing this. We, I mean, Washington DC is one that's why Bradley Beal is still allowed to play right now. Um, So it's going to get a little interesting when we see, you know, like a Bradley Beal going to play, which they already played Brooklyn, but going to play at like these cities that, say hey you need a vaccine you can't play because then it's a whole thing of is bradley allowed to play or is he not allowed to play because he's not in the city and it's a big mess and there's a lot of loopholes is what i'm gonna say
0: yeah i, I i'm struggling to understand why we had a differing opinion
2: because yeah. you're thinking you called because, an idiot yeah, yeah and i he don't is think a moron he's.
0: the man's a moron he is why for obvious because. okay for for
2: obvious for no. in the no, hold, on. On, hold on hold on let me say this real quick in the eyes of us 18 19 year old college students he's no doubt in he's no doubt he's got he it's like he has no brain no oh. doubt he's giving oh. up he's giving up a championship a champ a possible championship run for his team and he's foregoing contract money that's like 17 18 million dollars no doubt because you because you, you say, because we say, if I was in his shoes, I'd just get the vaccine and play. Because why would I give up all of that? But there's a there's a flip side.
0: There yeah, are people like for like, him,
2: none of that matters. Correct. Well, maybe the, I wouldn't say the championship doesn't matter, but yes, I agree with right. you, Jason.
0: Like you know, like there was this one kid. I I what is his name? I, I, yes. I forget it. The, um, head, the kid, uh, kid was on Pat McAfee. He has had uh, 20 surgeries. The kid's five years old, or something. Like, no, he's nine years old. Excuse me, nine years old. He's had 20 surgeries since he was five, and he Giovanni—that's his name. His name's Giovanni. and he would, No, this kid has battled through so many different diseases and whatnot, and he still finds a way to, you know, have a good heart, good outlook on life. Try to get people to be to be good people and whatnot. And here comes Kyrie Irving, champion apparently of this this suppose a group of supporters of his gets paid 100 million dollars to sit on his ass because he doesn't want to get vaccinated and when you know the vaccine is it's it's effective okay that's what i'll say it's effective and just the hypocrisy the hypocrisy of some of these people that get championed as these champions of society even though they get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to sit on their ass and, and spew out bullshit it, it's just unbelievable get your fucking arm vaccinated and get out there on the court
2: That's why I'm saying, Steve. From our perspective, he looks dumb. Does, but you have to look at the other side.
1: But also, he'd be playing right now if he was on any other team besides Golden State or another team. Or Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. So, like this, this wouldn't even be an issue. He could go about his business and just play.
2: And that's why I kind of agree with you, Justin. These vaccine mandates, in general, I'm not a huge fan of in the first place, though. Even with this, with this, like his ability, where he can go play for twenty eight other teams and still be able to play, to me, it's it's absurd that that the man is getting. It's touchy touchy subject, but the man's getting punished for for of of a right.
1: Right, and I, I'll be honest, I I haven't liked Kyrie since he left uh, the Cavs. I haven't been a fan of his, just the way um, he goes about things, as far as like with the teams he's been on with the the Celtics and the Nets and things like that. But, and he, he left the Cavs on bad terms and things like that, but this is something I'll defend him on. Um, I just, I'm not sure about that whole, the the mandate ruling, especially like um, he can't play in his home city. Basically.
2: I'll defend him too with this 100%. I'll stand by him, but you know, I'm still looking at Steve's side. I mean, he's given up. I mean, imagine if you're Kevin Durant or James Arden, I watched the first game of the year against Milwaukee. And they got beat up pretty good by the defending champs, which we thought, you know, Brooklyn was coming in championship favorites over, over LA, in my opinion, if Kyrie was going to play. And the one thing they needed the most watching that game was a shot creator. And who's the shot creator that they're missing? The dude that's sitting at home not being able to play is Kyrie. The, right. the, the Nets desperately need him to, to make a, a final turn.
1: Yeah, and like, like we were kind of talking about, if we were Kyrie – we would do it because if we're not on the floor it's hurting our team we would we would think you know I got to be out there for my guys but I'm not gonna chastise them for making this decision correct
0: <laughs> not that hard to me it's not hard not hard.
1: to you exactly or to me or to Chad
0: but, 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 it, but to it goes
2: both ways it's not hard it's not hard to get the vaccine
0: but they handle and- like candy hey come here. Jab. There it is. You know, insane. <laughs> Whatever. Man should just get vaccinated and just get back on the court. It's not that hard.
2: It's hurting me because I like I love I love watching him play. And him not playing is like it's, it's it doesn't help the NBA any at all. It's just like clay Thompson, which Clay Thompson is not holding out because of the vaccine. He's still hurt. And it's like Kawhi, because he's hurt. Like it's hurt, it just hurts the NBA from a viewership standpoint and when these stars don't play in the first place, but I can see it where it's going to go on. I mean, you're going to hear about it all season because the NBA is not going to back down as an organization after already implying all of this stuff that they want these teams to do. And we sure know that Kyrie's not going to back down because his beliefs, you know, there's been many of them since the NBA, since him getting in the NBA and he also he stands by him, which I respect. Um, <laughs> though this time is going to hurt just a little bit more.
0: By the way, I, I need to, uh, make a, a message here. I apologize for my use of language, uh, during that field. It's got a little fired up there. He used a couple, uh, words I don't, uh, embody as a person. So I apologize uh, if anybody got offended by, it, I don't know anybody who listens to the show and gets offended should probably stop listening, but you know, anyway,
2: uh, that's just you know. listening 30 episodes
0: ago. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we we've had some interesting takes, but, um, Okay, well, you know what? This actually is a nice way to, to transition to our first segment of the day that we had prepared for, for the listeners because you know with Kyrie Irving not being available for Brooklyn for the Brooklyn Nets, you know, and other guys not being available for the teams, that means they have to rely on guys coming off the bench in order to make plays and give valuable minutes. But the question is, especially for guys like Justin who didn't give a shit about the NBA offseason that much, we have to figure out how much Justin does know about the NBA. So that's gonna trans transition us into our first segment of the day, which is Justin. Be careful who with the word. D- who does he play for now? Nice. Uh-huh, I made that up on the fly chat. I didn't want to get, <laughs> you know, copyrighted or trademarked, you know- He
2: gets sued by canceled.
0: NBA and TNT. We're gonna play, who does he play for now? Uh, and, and, Justin, how about you tell us who our sponsor is for this segment?
1: Turner sports.
0: Uh, no, it's not Turner sports. It's actually going to be ourselves this week. They might after that. Yeah. They might have to now. I, wow. That is embarrassing. Anyway. Um, all right, let's, let's just Let's just calm down for a moment. Let's just, let's collect ourselves. All right. Justin, you are going to be our subject of this segment, but Chad is there to help you. Okay is there as an aide, but Justin, you are gonna give the final answers for all of these players. Okay, I got five players. Where did they go to and who do they play for now? That's who you're gonna figure out for me, okay? It's like, so I'm it's, gonna... like,
2: it's like cash cab, you can phone a friend.
0: That's right, that's right, okay? okay. So I'm gonna start with an easy one for you. Are you ready to play? Who does he play for now, Justin?
1: My goal is to just know who all of them are.
0: Okay, well, here we go. Our first player. D'Anthony Melton. Who does he play for now?
1: Um, Am I allowed to ask anything or just like?
2: No, it's a straight up answer. Yeah. Okay.
1: So how's Chad gonna help me?
0: He can maybe give me a conference, a division.
1: That's why I, I was just gonna ask conference.
0: Okay, give him a conference if you know, Chad. If you know.
2: I'm gonna say it and then Steve's gonna fact check me.
0: So we give yeah. you the right information, yeah, yeah, Western. Yeah. Okay. Western. He's in the Western Conference. He's in the Western Conference. Okay,
1: I thought that's where he was before, so I'm, maybe he stayed in the Western Conference. I know
2: what team you're probably gonna say, and I don't think it's right, but go ahead.
1: Uh, I was gonna say the Kings, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch from that. You guys are giving me looks. To what? what? What are you waiting for an answer? From? Yeah. <laughs> Is it the
0: um, the Mavericks? No, I'm sorry. It's actually the Memphis Grizzlies. D'Anthony Melton is a Memphis Grizzly.
2: I hate to break it to you, Justin, but he starts on that team. Huh. Starts on the Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: D'Anthony Melton. Is he a point guard? Shooting, Shooting guard. guard. Shooting guard because Jazz yeah. playing the one. Okay. Yep.
0: All right. So that was your the easy Grizzlies one. Grizzlies suck then. <laughs>
1: right. No, they don't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, what about Dylan Brooks? I thought he started.
0: He's a three-man. Eh. Anyway. Uh, here's our second player for you, Justin. Ready? Malachi Flynn. Who does he play for now? So, yeah, never heard of that guy. <laughs> um, but
1: I'm going to guess he's in the Eastern Conference.
0: He is in the Eastern Conference.
1: He's the one of the few
0: that have red hair. Yeah, Red hair.
1: Red hair. And that's going to be indicative of the team he plays. He plays for the Miami Heat.
0: No, but it is a red team, the Toronto Raptors. Malachi Flynn is a Toronto Raptor. All right. Our third player, Justin. Kevin Pangos. Who does he play for? He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, he does! Kevin Pangos plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, sir. You're one for three. Good
1: (laughs) job, Justin. I know my team. (laughs) All
0: right, here we go. Player number four, Skylar Mays. Who does he play for?
1: Never heard of him. Um he, no, we're going back to the Western Conference. Are we? Fed do you know? Man, I couldn't tell you.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. He's not he's the Eastern Conference. He is in the Eastern Conference.
1: Okay, Eastern Conference. Can I get like a position?
0: Does that, that uh, want he, uh, he is a point guard.
1: It's not gonna help you, Justin. I don't even know who
2: this fool is. Sorry, Skyler, <laughs> if you're listening.
0: <laughs> All right, Skylar, Skylar. Skylar
1: he's gonna Mays. Be, he's going to be playing for in the East.
0: Um, I'm still thinking about that comment earlier. Man, that is just such a <laughs> bad look. Oh, God. I'm embarrassed. For? I'm sorry, listeners. But hurry oh, up, Justin. Plays for the Wizards. No, I'm sorry. He's actually an Atlanta Hawk. Skylar Mays plays for the Atlanta one. Hawks. All shut out right. bro <laughs> I'm serious I was
1: thinking Atlanta <laughs> okay
0: alright Justin here we go this is your hard player okay number five Alexei Pokusevsky who does he play for
2: Alexei Pokusevsky I can help you on this one Justin I know
0: this guy is he in the west he's the western conference he a... I, you, I can't give you all the answers uh, on a what, dog crap team yeah for? Dog crap okay. team, yeah.
2: That's all I'm giving you though.
1: There's a, uh, there's a couple. I'm thinking either T Wolves or Rockets. Okay, which, which one are you gonna take? Is it one of those
0: two? I'm no, I can't, can't, you can't tell answer. you. T Wolves. It was none of those teams. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's actually the Oklahoma City Thunder. Alexei Pokusevsky is in Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: Like I feel like I should know that. Yeah,
2: him with him and uh, Josh Giddy. No. Josh Giddy. <laughs> he got wrecked
0: by that
1: announcer the other day. That's not even that's not even funny, bro. <laughs> to me it shouldn't be.
0: Did you not hear that, just, Steve? No, no, what did he what happened?
1: So, Josh Giddy landed hard. He got did he get fouled hard or he just fell? No, he got oh. hit by Embiid. Yeah, he got hit by Embiid uh and he fell down hard and the 76ers announcer says, uh I don't really care if Giddy's okay or not I'm more worried about it than He's <laughs> <laughs> no yeah well, well Justin gave it nice the, the bro
2: said um, and beat fell down hard he said I don't know I don't I." he said I don't know about Giddy I could care less but <laughs> I hope B's okay <laughs> classic Philly like, yeah classic classic Philly man
0: well, Justin, I'm impressed. One one for five. It's better than I That's thought impressive. you would. That's impressive. I thought he would not get a damn play. You got Kevin Pangos. I'm proud of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have oh, to buddy. revisit this. Maybe next yeah. year we'll do another segment of, of, of who does he play for now. I don't know, but good for you, Justin. One for five. Shout out to uh, Antoine B for the elevator music. Thank you. All right. I cannot believe I still said that. That is embarrassing, but whatever. It's Not the first time I've said something that can go into the sus reel. So, okay. Well, all right. Well, maybe I'm just overreacting. Maybe I'm just too worked up right now. But speaking of overreacting, kind of leads into our other segment of the day. This is a new one that both of you can participate in to give your opinions on. This is an opinion time for you guys, okay? I'm gonna give you a a potential overreaction. You're gonna tell me, am I overreacting or not? But of course, what is a good segment without some good music? So we need to go back to our classic jazz royalty-free. All right, now here we go. I'm gonna give you five overreactionary type statements and you're gonna tell me, am I overreacting or not? These are all NFL related Justin and Chad are you guys ready let's do it yep all right here we go our first potential overreaction the Kansas City Chiefs stink. am I
1: overreacting no you're not whoa the defense cannot stop anybody they're giving up I want to say I don't have the numbers exactly in front of me but they're one of the worst defenses they're giving up a lot of points and Mahomes and the boys on offense can't figure it out right now their only quality win is against Cleveland first game of the year Um, that's the last time Mahomes looked at his best so I think they're in trouble to be honest like they've already fell behind pretty hard
0: yeah I agree
2: I agree with Justin I think that you know I don't use the word stink often though they aren't good that good Um, like Justin said I mean their defense is atrocious and offensively I understand they've had guys in and out shuffling in the lineups especially with running backs Um, you still got your guys outside and you still got you know Patrick Mahomes and you you can't you're not quite figuring it out yet and the farther they dig themselves into a hole I mean this their, their divisions nice and you have, you know, top AFC dogs that are going to blow this team out of the water, and we've seen it already. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we're talking right now, yeah, they're, they're not good.
0: How about that? All right. Here's our second p- potential one. The Cleveland Browns need to start Case Keenum the rest of the year. Am I overreacting?
1: Um. Yes. Only if, if Baker is available to play and he's not in – can't walk or can't throw because of his pain Baker should be starting but if Baker's hurt to the point where he can't throw properly and continues to struggle really badly then yes I understand where that's coming from but if they're both healthy and you're saying you should start Case over Baker you're out of your mind Case as much as we said he had a great performance and everything he's got a noodle for an arm compared to Baker let's be honest
2: yeah I agree it's kind of like going off the four games in the NBA season. It's too small of a sample size. You're going to go with your guy that got you where you're at right now. And if, if Baker's healthy, no, there's no doubt in my mind that he should be starting. I
0: don't know if I was overreacting or not. Thank you for clarifying that. Third, number three, Zach Wilson's a bust. Am I overreacting?
1: Yes, he plays for the Jets. I mean, there's not really much else to it. I mean, garbage offensive line, no weapons, bad defense, Uh, rookie coach, plays Belichick twice a year. It's not a good situation for rookie quarterbacks. So we kind of saw it at the beginning of this year with Darnold when he moved to a new system. We kind of saw that uh, there's talent there for sure. So it might take time with the Jets to maybe keep building, or it might take him – ending up on another team, but I think he's he still has the potential to be the best out of this rookie class when we look at it down the road. I, I thought very highly of him before the draft. I still think he's got a ton of talent.
2: Yeah, I'm with Justin. Um, when you're in New York, either New York, but when you're in the Jets, on the Jets is worse. And, you know, the first three games when we saw in Carolina, I was a huge fan of Sam Donald out of, out of college. Um, And he came out and showed you know, for the first three games that he could lead the team in a diff- with a different system. And I, you know, I don't watch Jets games. I didn't watch any BYU football games. Um, though I know, I mean, with a guy getting picked that high in the draft, he's got talent. It's just, what are you going to surround him with? And that's the big issue right now. And until you have that, until that's, that question mark's filled, you're going to produce the same results every year. And that's what the Jets do every single year. They don't do anything. Sorry, if anyone's a Jets fan and is listening, but your organization sucks.
0: I only know one guy I work with in Falcon Media that is a Jets fan. And like he's a legit? Sorry. Yeah, he, that's his team. Yeah. Poor guy, though. No. <laughs> Shout out to Drew. All right, number four. Kyle Shanahan needs to be on the hot seat pronto. Am I overreacting?
1: Um... Yes, I think he's a pretty solid coach. Um, I think he's not getting the best out of his quarterback situation right now. Uh, defense is fine. We all know how the talent they have there, but hot seat no. Went to Super Bowl a couple years ago. He'll be—he's just fine. But uh, reload that offense. Yeah, they got to get guys back. Kittle's hurt right now, but I think they'll be okay. What? Bro, it's it's yeah, the 49ers. It's the 49ers every single year that is the one
2: team that can never stay healthy. Ever. I don't remember a season, a full season, where the San Francisco 49ers had one player, one of their starting players, healthy at every position. That meant and on the offense. Whether that was quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, or running back. The running backs, they they get they get loaded. If, if San Francisco 49ers running backs could stay healthy, they would have the best backfield in the NFL every single year for the past like two or three years, but they can never stay healthy. And that's why, yeah, you're, I think you are overreacting. Um, Shanahan is a good coach and it's just the matter of juggling two quarterbacks at the same time. You know, your top target now has been out for a couple weeks and your only production is coming out of your defense. And you know, when you can get the, quarterback or when you can get the wide receiver, the ball from the quarterback, uh, your running game is up in the air. So I think it's a lot of things that are out of his control Other the things that can fix 100%, but, um, hot seat, I think is a little, a little too far.
0: Our final one, the Cincinnati Bengals are the best team in the AFC. Am I overreacting?
1: Slightly. And I mean that because they're not the number one team in my opinion in the AFC, but they're up there right now, and they're proving me wrong um, with how well they're playing, given the fact that they don't have a great offensive line. We all criticize that they didn't that they went with Jamar Chase over Denae um, Sewell, but it's working out for them right now. And um, the story of it is still, if Burrow is healthy, they'll be a good team. They're they're ahead of schedule for sure of what we thought they would be this year,
2: though. Yeah. No, Justin, I didn't disagree one time in this segment. Um, best in the AFC, I'll pump the brakes on that because I don't, you know, I mean, there, there are teams that are better out there, but no, they've surprised a lot of people and that offense is, is, is pretty lethal. I mean, when you think about it, you have three really, really good guys on the outside and then Joe Mixon that can run the show in the backfield when he's healthy. Um, defense steps up and their production without a great offensive line. Um, You know, you're looking back and no Cincinnati Bengals fan is regretting taking Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, making the AFC North even better than it already was supposed to be going into the season. So, um, All right. Sorry, I guess my questions weren't uh, good enough. My bad. I guess I need to ask better questions next. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. How about this one? I got one Uh, for you.
1: Yeah. The... Detroit Lions are the best 0 7 team in history.
0: There is no such thing as that. If you haven't won a football game, you're not a good football. Fan. I yeah, can see
1: where he's. I can see where he's going. Think about like the. I, guess, I don't know the Browns. I can't remember if we were in any of those games that year. We went 0 16 early in the year, but we probably weren't. This team is in pretty much every game. They got screwed by a 66-yard field goal in one of them, so they're close. Is what I'm saying. They're close to winning.
0: NFL. If you don't win,
1: just like last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers were the worst 12-0 team
0: in history. Well, I, I, I have a hard time saying, oh, there's, there's, it's a good football team, though. they haven't won a game yet. Yeah, I'm not saying they're, they're, good. they're
1: good. They're the best out of
0: the bat. Well. Okay, so you're comparing them with the, uh, the 26 – what what year was that, 2018? Well, any team bro? that
1: started 0-7, so 2017. It's probably bro. quite a few.
0: Yeah, In that, I, can see,
2: I can once again see what he's saying, though, because last episode we were talking about how that team has talent and other teams would kill for uh, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams or certain players on their defense or certain players on their offense. Like, they have talent at their right places, but they've been getting – a combination of being of been getting screwed over and just you know not performing late in game. I can see where you're going. Though. I mean, they, like, they did. i killed I mean, with with mm-hmm. with Nick Chubb out and and Cream Hunt out. I oh, mean, Browns fans would kill for a guy like even like Jamal Williams, but would kill for a guy like DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift playing hey, like hey, a top hey, five running
0: back in the NBA hey, and hey, and We got DeAndre Johnson. DeAndre Johnson is a hell of a running back.
2: Would you rather have DeAndre Johnson or DeAndre Swift?
0: I, I don't. Well, honestly, De'Angelo Johnson is not is fine by me. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, DeAndre Swift's fine. I mean, yeah, but De'Angelo Johnson's perfectly fine. Fine with him right now.
1: So think about this. Like, compare it to even the Jets team from last year that started what 0 and 10, 0 and 11, or something like that. This Lions team is much better. The Jets were god awful last year. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, I, I, again, I just, when you don't win a football game, it's hard for me to say that there's a lot of good to talk about. Yes, I, I will, uh, fine. Uh, just for the sake of the question, they are the best 0 17. and 7 team. You're just into, you're phoning
2: into peer pressure now.
0: You're not no, even giving, you're just. For the sake of the question, I will. But honestly, they, there is nothing good, nothing very good about an 0 7 football team. I don't care what. So, there, yeah, there. there's no bright spots on the team. Not saying there's no bright spot, there were bright spots on the 0 16 Browns team, but the team stinks overall. I think and Justin, was, gaug- I think
2: Justin was gauging his question off being the best 0 17 because of the one, the circumstances
1: that they lost in a lot of those games, but two, because of the talent that's on the team. I'm saying they're right there with like between winning games, whereas we've had other teams that are like getting blown out like
2: like team. definite like zero 16 like you can see it after the first five games after the first five games against De- with Detroit I can't see them going I don't Detroit the Detroit Lions will not go on 16 this year you're right because they'll and go 0 seventeen or, <laughs> <15. know. laughs> or zero 17 no, I, but that's no, what Jen, I'm saying I, that's what Jen, Justin's Jen, saying though that's what Justin's saying
0: though yeah I think the Lions will win a game this year as well I, I'm just saying when it comes to saying that they are the best 0 and 17. I don't believe in that kind of narrative because if you're 0 and Compa- 7, you are what you record, what you're compared to other and 0 and, 0 and 7's teams. things.
2: Compared to other 0 and 7 teams, they are, okay. is what he's
1: saying.
0: All right, fine, sure. I like Motor City Dan Campbell, so I'll say yes. There you go. So, all right, but anyway, uh, okay, so we got through our segments and uh, I made my horribly sus moment of the week um god i'm, I'm still like I'm, I'm that's gonna be bugging me now for a while
2: yeah no, i'll clip that
0: yeah no, i know i know i got you, the I, other one clipped so it's all right it's you, you that know that you should make you should make like a sound effect board of just all of my bad moments you probably <laughs>
2: got i know you got
0: three for sure and then this one i don't know just has
2: been just has been clean i've had one
0: so do of anything else uh, I mean the World Series is going on now congrats to the Braves and the Astros from, well not the Astros because they cheating mother Astros but yeah. you know uh, the buzzer but, boys uh, the,
2: Char- the Braves,
0: shout out Charlie Morton Charlie, yeah he broke his leg last night uh, hope he's doing well um, Pitch he pitched 16 pitches on a broken leg yeah, I, I, all T's and P's for Charlie, Charlie Morton hope he's doing well all right. Charlie Booth. thoughts and prayers Chad. T's and P's <laughs> Charlie Poof. That's right. What's up with Charlie Poof?
2: Only one call away, Justin.
0: Yep.
1: In the bullpen, one call away.
0: Um, okay, so hopefully I'll get a chance to watch the World Series. I think they play tomorrow. I'm going to try and watch a little bit of that. Um, college football, uh, looking at a good week of football this week. How about this? We'll end the show like this. I want to get your opinion on three college football games this week. I want to get your score predictions, okay? Okay. We're going to start with the noon kickoff, which is Michigan and Michigan State in East Lansing, number six versus number eight. What are you taking?
2: I'm backing out of this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to what you
1: guys say.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, Justin, who,
1: who are you taking on that one? Uh, should be a good one. Always a great game when those two play. Um, there's been some legendary moments in the recent history of that series, but uh, you know, I'm going to go Michigan State. I like what uh, Mel Tucker's doing up there, building a good program. Michigan's solid this year. I'll give them credit. Uh, it'll be good to play them this year when uh, they'll give us a little bit of competition. But uh, I'll go with Michigan State.
0: I I, I want to see Sparty win. I'm, I'm rooting for him. But I think that Michigan's going to win this year. I'm taking the Wolverines on the road. I think they're going to find a way – Create some turnovers, get some short field for Cade McNamara, and I think Michigan wins uh, by a score by one. It's a one score game. I think Michigan wins, close one. Uh, no, no, no. Three thirty, the big SEC uh, rivalry, Florida Georgia. Justin, are you taking the Bulldogs?
1: I've, I I kind of have a soft spot for Florida because of the the Tim Tebow era and some of the guys that were on that team, but <laughs> they're they're going to get they're they're going to get their shit pushed then. georgia georgia may win by 40 50 i don't know 60 but georgia's unstoppable they're just too good this is one of the best defenses we've ever seen from a college football team there's probably 11 nfl roster making at least players on that defense and then offense
0: gets the job done so I agree. 60, taking the Bull- 60 huh? I, I no, I'm not saying by 60. I think Georgia covers whatever the betting line is. I'm not sure what it is, but I think Georgia covers whatever the line is. I'll take the Bulldogs. And then, of course, the nightcap is uh, probably going to be Kurt Herbstreet and Chris Fowler, Ohio State, hosting the Nittany Lions of Penn State, who are coming off a nine. Yes, I said that. Nine overtime loss to the Illinois Fighting Illini. They've dropped two of their last three. Uh, who are you taking there, Justin?
1: Uh, not to be a homer, but I'm going with Ohio State. I think this team is finally humming the way it's supposed to be. Um, It took some time this season to get to this point, you know, um, basically a freshman quarterback with limited experience before took a while to, to get up to this point, but now I, I feel confident that ranking wise we're not, but I feel like we're one of the top four college football teams right now.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take the Buckeyes as well. I think, uh, you know, I think if the one loss, the Iowa loss for Penn State, that wasn't that bad. I thought, you know, okay, one loss. You know, it's they'll still be a really good team, really great game. I think it the the overtime loss to Illinois is a deflator because now they don't have a shot of making any kind of playoff. Um, and I just think I I I'm gonna knock on wood here, but I think Penn State's season's gonna fall off a cliff. Uh, and I, I'm going to take the Buckeyes. I think they need a they need a statement win. They, they've cruised the past month against the mid-tier to lower tier of the Big Ten. They need a statement win. No, no better time to do it than on primetime Saturday night at home against a ranked team. Give me the Buckeyes big on Saturday over Penn State. I think it's a three-score game at minimum.
1: Penn State's going to be in the uh, – they're going to be lucky to be in the Bush's baked beans bowl at this point.
0: I, I, Chad, I know I, I saw your reaction to what I said, but I, th- I think Ohio State – they, they need it. They need to, they need to, to really show it. And I think they'll, they'll be fired up and uh, I'm going to take the Buckeyes by three uh, score though. That's crazy. I I think it's a 20 point game.
2: Yeah. So it'd be two score. points. three
0: score. Sorry. I'll go something like 41 to 20 or something along those lines. I think Ohio state's going to be okay. I think the defense, I think, you know, we'll see how the defense goes against a better offense than than they're used to playing the past few weeks. But I think, uh, I think the offense is humming. Their offensive line has solidified. CJ Stroud's throwing the ball a lot better, and then they got the best group of receivers in the country. So, give me and and Travion Henderson is the second coming of Eddie George. So, uh, it, it is insane what they have offensively. Even the Buckeyes big. So, how about uh, real quick one more? How about uh, Brown Steelers? Who you got in that one, Chad? I'm
2: gonna go Browns.
0: Yeah, damn um, right you are.
2: <laughs> last year I picked the Steelers and. And uh, it didn't work out. so. But what was the thing? There was a pattern of – it was either me picking teams and it was – I think it was me picking teams and it being the opposite. So, I'm I'm going to go Browns so. though.
1: Well, okay.
0: That's not – that does make me feel better. That's <laughs> not yeah. good for us. Yeah. How uh, about you, Justin? What are you taking there? Browns, Steelers? See,
1: at this point in the season, I'm – like, even after that, that was a good win against – uh, Denver with some guys banged up and everything, but I'm not I'm I don't feel confident with this team yet, and that might come with a, a divisional hard-fought win. So I'm gonna pick them. I am going to pick the Browns. Um, I think we'll we'll be able to with the defense stop the run, keep everything in front of us. Um, ben Big Ben can throw it 30 times behind the line of scrimmage. I don't really care. Okay, they're not moving the ball. Um, I I want to see the offense get going again. Whether Baker cases at the home.
0: I'm going to take the Browns. I think the Browns are going to win it. Um, I, I need to see Pittsburgh prove they can throw the ball past 20 yards accurately, um, which means it's going to be easier for the, the defense to try to keep them under under control. I think if Miles and Jadavian Clowney can get some pressure on Big Ben because Big Ben cannot move at all, um, they, if they can get some pressure on him, make him make some bad throws, they'll be fine. I think uh, when Nick Chubb should be back on Sunday. Um, which is great. He and Dearness Johnson can hold it down for a few weeks until Kareem can get back on the field. Um, You know, Jarvis is back. I think, you know, Odell, hopefully, if he stops freaking dropping the ball every play, he gets the the football. I think the Browns are going to find a way. It's going to be a tough one. I think Pittsburgh will keep it close, especially coming off a bye week. I think it's going to be, it'll have to come down to who can create the first turnover and give their offense a short field. Give me the Browns. I'm going to roll with the home team. All right. Well, yeah, th- this was a tough episode for me. Um, this is not something I'm going to be very proud of, but oh well. Um, sometimes it happens, right? It's what happens? Um, any last comments, shout outs, anything at all, either of you?
1: Nah, I'm good.
0: No. Chad, you want to hey. shout out
1: Tim Cook? No.
2: And we're not, no. No, we're not getting into that. All
0: right, I, I'm kidding. We will get Shout Tim Tebow. Tebow. Uh, shout out Urban Meyer, by the way. Since the last time we met, he got his first one as an NFL head coach. Good for him. And we're going to shout him out? Shout out Urban Meyer. I mean, he hasn't gotten any other ladies in the bar, and he got a win. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. Who knows? He was in London. You know, who knows what was going on with the Queen or something. I don't know. He's uh, in the hospital, Steve. Having some respect. Oh, is she, she's in the hospital. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's messed up.
1: I didn't know she was in the hospital. No, did not. was walking into the hospital. Already. Peace and peace. No, that,
2: no, that's no, that's messed up, Steve. Peace and peace to the queen. No, that's that's messed peace and up. peace. Peace and peace to the queen. You on a roll um, tonight. You better end. Why,
1: up. why don't you watch your mouth, okay? That that's <laughs> that's actually terrible.
2: I did not know that. Well, maybe nope.
0: you should think before All you right. speak, Steve. <laughs> Would you learn that in fourth grade, right? No, you're right. Yep. I'm to think of any other shout outs. No, I'm probably good. I'm good.
1: Yeah. If I were you, I'd probably. No, yeah. I, I probably, uh, I'd probably uh, sit in my yep, mouth yep.
0: if I were you too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in today's episode. Um, hope you enjoy it. Check out our poll question if you haven't already. Uh, let's hear your thoughts. Uh, describe Case Keenum's performance on this past Thursday night against the Broncos in one word, Let, let's send them our way. Yeah. Um, where I'm asked if you're not vaccinated or uh, you're inside, otherwise get that shit off and uh, go get a job. All right. That's, 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 that's a classic. There it is. That's it's, it's out there now. So uh, as always for Justin and for Chad and for myself, Steve, find our episode today. Well, hell, why would I say that you're listening to it right now? Find our previous episodes on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Pod- pocket casts and other uh, podcast platforms that you may be listening to us on and we'll see y'all next time. Peace out, stay safe, and uh, God bless.